6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. All right, so you know that if you have one of those like Amazon Alexas, you can change um, the voice. Okay, so right now, Samuel Jackson uh, can be a voice. So can Melissa McCarthy. You can change the voice on your Alexa into that. And, you know, for instance, this is what it sounds like uh, Sam Jackson telling the kids to go to bed. Hello, boys and girls. It's been a long day and you are due for some sleepy time. So brush those teeth and get in your jammies. Be a good youngling and go to bed. There you go. Okay, so that was Samuel L. Jackson uh, being asked to tell the kids to go to bed. But here's the, de- the here's the here's the deal. This is interesting. Uh, Amazon is now working towards the technology that would allow you to put the voice of a deceased loved one on your Alexa. All right. The company recently announced an update to Alexa's system that would allow it to mimic the voice of any person based on less than a minute of a recording. Is that cool? Is it creepy? And if you think it's cool, whose voice in your life would it be? Would it be your mom, your dad, your brother? Would it be your grandma, grandpa? Who would it be? Let me know at 780-496-0063. Of course, Andy Barrar is a tech journalist, and Andy joins us now. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Hi, Jalen. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. What do you think of this? Well, I definitely don't think Amazon did a focus group before they uh, announced this feature (laughs) because... I think internally they thought this was really cool, you know, like um, the the rationale was that we all lost somebody during the pandemic yeah. and and people were kind of getting, you know, they wanted to bring more empathy to these smart speakers, namely their Echo devices, which run, of course, Amazon Alexa as the trigger word. So they maybe, ha- and this technology has existed for some time, and so they thought maybe we could get you know, your grandma to read a bedtime story for the kids who might be deceased. And it seemed like a feel-good story, and then it goes out and is announced, and then Twitter blew up, and people, a lot of people thought it was a little creepy. Um, so we don't, I, I don't know if this will actually come out or, or not. Um, they might have to think about it again. And the funny thing is, Jalen, Right after this call, literally after this call, I am heading down for a meeting with the VP of Amazon Echo Devices. (laughs) And this was scheduled weeks ago to talk about the Echo device and how it functions in the smart home. Uh But I can tell you right now, I will be asking the big elephant in the room, which is this this topic at hand, of if they will release this feature or not based upon the sentiments that the, the public reaction that people have saying. You know, I think at at first glance, Andy, I think that there's, you know, when someone passes away who you love, yeah, they often say, you know, you really miss that voice. And I think that's one of the reasons why people hold on to uh, voice recordings on, on, on telephone answering systems, you know, those sorts of things. But, and, and I get that. So why is it that we, we do that, but we think that this is creepy? I know you're not a psychologist, but I, I, you know, I think that's interesting that we want to hold on to those memories. But when we have the opportunity to do this, a lot of folks think, ah, uh-uh, that's freaking me out. That's not, not happening. 
Well, as a tech journalist, I look at this technology and I can just see how this could be used for nefarious purposes, intimidating or impersonating somebody mm. and, and trying to trick. So, so those kinds of issues have to be addressed. Yeah. In fact, Microsoft has, has this technology, yeah. but they have an ethics division for their artificial intelligence. And they're limiting the use of this technology because, again, they can see it being used for the wrong reasons. So that, that for me, was the big thing that, that flagged when I heard about this news yeah you know it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this and uh, as you as you uh, as you said Andy I think that they probably were a little surprised at the at the blowback that they've been getting on it I know I've been asking my listeners about it and the major all of them so far have said uh-uh that's too creepy <laughs> that's too creepy but here's the thing we've talked about AI uh, in the past we've talked about AI on the show just as as early as as you know last week or as recent as last week we know that this is the way of the future so we have to find ways to balance the advances that AI, you know, that comes along with AI and that that ethics side of it, right? What is what are what are the rules around it? What are the laws going to be around it? Because we're not there yet. You know, I'm so glad that I took a business ethics course in university <laughs> because I was only 18 at the time. I'm like, why am I learning this? But now with AI, just like you say, we need to have these conversations because as a public we have to draw a line. We're saying, okay, we're not crossing this line, but AI can be used for, for good reasons. One thing that they're really trying to do with these smart speakers is if you ever use them, you know you could ask one command, then you get a response. Yep. You don't really have that conversation. That's what they're really trying to push it is that you could have almost a fluid conversation mm. with the smart, like a, like a digital assistant. Hmm. That technology is there. That was actually why I was going to this meeting today, Jalen, <laughs> to talk about what the future is of Alexa and how we envision it in the future but with some a feature like this which again I don't think they expected this kind of response but they need to test this out and to show hey we have this technology what do you guys think about it you know and and then make their decision based on that what the public thinks about it because the last thing you want and it I always talk about this you know like back in the day if you wanted to like infiltrate the mafia you would bug you put a bug in their clubhouse and now we all have smart speakers that have <laughs> built-in mics you know like we've come a long way as a society Society, but they have to show the use case and I don't think a lot of people are using these devices enough sure it can tell you dad jokes and and you know set a timer but they really want it to be a part of our lives and and that's why they're pushing so much technology into so, it but andy i mean you're you're you you have embraced tech like nobody i know i mean your your airbnb that you have is a full smart home top to bottom um and, and i suspect in your personal home as well it, it's like that as well my gosh your garden just what you've done with your garden blows my mind every single day i see it but you know how how do you balance your love of tech with with those concerns that you have about this as well well you're you're completely right you know i do have a smart home and the great thing about the airbnb suite that i did that I, it's a smart home themed airbnb suite because i'm a techie i'm a nerd i love this stuff but i always like what is the normal people what do they think about it mm. so this was like a little laboratory that i had developed where i can test out these new features with just average guests and then they give me the feedback <laughs> oh i really like this or i don't like this so I've been fascinated by this, but I realize that I am different. I am a total nerd, like you mentioned. <laughs> 
mention my gardens. I have been building smart gardens, self-watering gardens, and uh, it's become an obsession of mine. But that's where I can see it's technology and I can see how it can be used in good ways. Mm -hmm. But as a tech journalist, I can see how, yeah. how you know, hackers are going to take over yeah. that technology as well. And so it's a precarious line as a society that we have to balance yeah. technology and also the implications of new technology has on society. Andy, I can't wait to hear more about your conversation with the VP <laughs> coming up on this. I can't wait to hear more about that. Uh, as far as gardens go, any ideas on what to do to keep an eight-month-old puppy out of my garden? <laughs> oh, well, you know what? There's actually a lot of different scents that you can put there to, to uh, get animals away. In fact, a lot of people use, uh, they go to a barber shop and they use uh, human hair. They don't like the uh. smell of human hair, but make sure it's not washed. It has to be unwashed human hair. A lot of barbershops will give you the hair and then you spread it around the area and that will prevent all the types of critters from getting into oh, your garden. All right, because the a little handy Andy trick right there. Thank you, handy Andy. I appreciate it because my puppy keeps popping off all the peppers I'm growing. <laughs> well, next time you get a haircut, you know what to do with your hair now. Uh, thank you, my friend. We'll talk again soon. Thank you for this, Andy. My pleasure, Jalen. Yeah, take care. Uh, tech journalist Andy uh, Barrar joining us. Also uh, a host and the owner of Handy Andy DIY Tech Guy. You name it. This guy uh, has it at his place. So it's interesting because we know that those AI recreations, you'll remember the controversy around uh, the one that they did with Anthony Bourdain not too long ago. That was that um, Roadrunner documentary, right? There was that Roadrunner documentary. Three lines of that were spoken using AI uh, mimicking his voice. And that sparked controversy because it wasn't clear in the film um, that Bourdain had not actually said the lines and his wife, if I remember correctly, had said that she hadn't been approached for it to give approval on it. Most recently, don't know if you knew about this, uh, Top Gun Maverick, apparently it includes uh, AI-generated speech that mimics the voice of Val Kilmer. You'll remember that Val Kilmer lost his voice to throat cancer, right? So I can... I see this I see this use in some ways and I also you know as someone who misses you know my mom-in-law and my father-in-law deeply and I miss my nan and my grandma and my gramps and I miss them and I miss their voices part of me would love to hear their voices again but you know it's not the same as sitting across the coffee table and having that conversation Right? Listen to this. Trevor says, my brother is gone. A synthetic voice won't bring him back. Um, he goes on to say, ah, nope. Same reason I didn't clone my best friend, my dog. Ralph says, Jay Lynn, this is just creepy. I think it's out of line morally and ethically. This should not ever be released. That's from Ralph this afternoon.